Wagwan, Mr. Maps. Yo, what it do, what it is. What it is, big man, are you alive and kicking? Nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Life is good. Uh, you know, so it's so a lot of things going good right now. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. I've got my fold. So I'm back in the fold of things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can you tell what happened to your phone, Mr. Maposa? To this day, it's a mystery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unsolved. Good tense, good tense, good tense. Um, but yeah, long story short, for the people, them, <sighs> man, man got his phone stolen in Nigeria whilst he was on business. Um, and you know, we thank God for insurance, for travel insurance. Uh, make sure your company that type of thing, guys, because it goes a long way. Uh, I was able to file a claim and, you know, uh, there was no ill feelings left in Nigeria because I knew I was going to get my phone back uh, one way or another. So, yeah. <laughs> There's no ill feelings now. Yeah. yeah. At the time. At the time, now. <laughs> now, when this happened. When this happened, I was livid. <laughs> I, I thought I was a son of the soil. And, and again, to be, to be uh, fair, to be fair, because I honestly don't know how it was jacked right in terms of like mm-hmm. the, I, I have a theory and what the only way it could have happened but even at that it's not like oh you know someone you know like literally helped me down took my phone and ran away right it, it, it's just one of those things where mm-hmm. when you live in dubai it's so safe that it dulls your senses so me now i'm used to you know i you know zim used to essay like so that those environments with really i'm oh, i'm just extra vigilant right i never yeah. I really ever lose shit in those countries however when you're in dubai like you could leave your phone forget it at the mall forget it on a bus forget it in a taxi you know and you'll know that your thing will still be there because the the cost of crime in this country is way too high so a lot of people yeah. are just it's not worth it fam somebody's thousand dollar phone is not worth you going to jail for years or getting like a fine of like you know 25 of like 10 million rand or some shit right like it's 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 it's, it's mad and then you're going to be in prison until you can pay off that 10 million rand fine right so so it's yeah, it's mad like think the penalties here you know i told you about the um, What's this thing called? The the fines for for speeding, right? Yeah. We started two hundred US dollars speeding ticket. That's where we were starting, right? So so again, the cost of speeding in Dubai is just too expensive. So you have to act right, or just know where all the speed traps are. So it's the same thing. So it's a very very safe city. But the problem is now when we go out into the rest of the world, says Humber's cheese and does it do everywhere. Because it's just yes. the assumption is nah, bro. Like, and expecting yeah, the same thing. Exactly. I know they show me, they showed me flames in Nigeria. They said, "Oh God, you want to leave your phone here? We'll collect it from you now." And <laughs> I was just there, like, "Who hey, repossess it?" Hey, I, 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 I repossessed the thing, bro. <laughs> it wasn't even like ah, it was just yeah. Anyway, <sighs> but yeah, all's well that ends well. Um, and uh, who's this person? But anyway, yeah, yeah, all's well that that ends well. Uh, And I I think, you know, uh, the phone is back and it it feels good. I really missed. So, 
a lot of people. So you've got two. F- yeah, so I've got I've got two I've got two phones, right? So I, I have my iPhone, which is my personal life, and you know Instagram pictures, whatever you know, just because I'm used to the Apple ecosystem, right? That's my comfort zone. Yeah. But in terms of productivity, because you know going on business trips, you can't just be opening a laptop everywhere that you go. Like I needed something that would allow me to multitask and would be powerful and would be compact, and that's exactly what you get from the Fold. Um, this sounds like an advert, by the way. <laughs> Do you go away on business? And oh if you get busy on business, God. I have just the product for you. <laughs> but it's true, guys. It's true. I don't know what you guys want me to say. So it's, it's just... So again, if you, listen, if you listen to the podcast, I am a lover of innovation. I love companies that are willing to just try try something different because it, it seems like as a society we've settled into the form factor of smartphones right it's it's a slap so it's you know it's a slap of, of phone right that's that's really what it is mm-hmm. for all different types of, of models so now with different companies samsung oppo and you know even pixel pixel has a fold right so there's there's a foldable industry there's flip phones coming back but it's just like I like companies that are trying and now where the technology mm-hmm. is you know people are like hey there's a big crease in the middle it's like bro if you use the phone on a daily basis you don't even notice the crease like the screen is a beautiful yeah. screen to look at it's and, and it's just so handy right there's so many things that you can do with it um so like why not why not give it a try so if you if you're if you're thinking about changing your phone i think you should genuinely consider either the galaxy flip uh, if you don't like big phones or do the Galaxy Fold if you like that big powerful you know just it can do everything you know type of phone it's, it's different it's a very very different mm-hmm. type of phone to have the Google Pixel one it's a different look um, and a different size and all that kind of stuff so you can look in the industry and see what works for you but I just think if you if you're that person that is on the go and stuff like that you would love it like it's it was weird not having it because like even like if you want to watch Netflix, you've got a huge screen that fits perfectly for your Netflix on lunch when you're in the office, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you don't need to do all these different things. And then now if you're in the gym, you can split your screen and then have your workout on one side, have your playlist on the other side. Like it's just all these different things that you can do, man. And it's just, mm-hmm. life is just, nah, you know? So life wasn't now for the last couple of weeks. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just cool. Right. But you're back. I'm back you're and back. better than ever. So yeah, yeah. No, we give thanks. We give thanks. Yeah, we'll insure it for the first time ever. Um, Florida, as not to jail isn't 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 just Zimbabwe. So Zimbabwe, you'd be fighting for your life, bro. Like that's just, with, with the area of insurance, but the insurance will be telling you stories. Lapa literally just sent us a police report. A claim was approved within like a day or two, and then yeah, send us your bank details. We send you the money. Like, just so nice. You know, I was just like, ha, mm-hmm. ah, wow. You know, you know, I was ready for a fight. You know, I'm ready for like, hey, was nothing, bro. <laughs> Puma Silly. Hey, it was just simple. It was just straightforward. It, it was it was great. It was honestly, ah, you know what? I, 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 I have nothing but great things to say about our insurance company at work. <laughs> I've only ever claimed from insurance once. That was when I almost had my car stolen in 2019. So four years ago now. Mm. Uh, what happened was um, someone tried to break into my car and oh yes I remember this blah 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 oh yeah 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 and then they they broke the ignition mm-hmm. I'm not sure what they were trying to do trying to hotwire whatever 
they broke the ignition but then they also broke the car door um what is funny is then you call the i call the cops right you call the cops hey someone's trying to steal my car this is where i am i was just outside uct and then cops come leisurely stroll mm. leisurely stroll they come out of the car like these aren't people who are prepared to deal with a grand theft auto or carjackers <laughs> whatever it is right yeah so they come out strolling it was a woman police and a, a, and a male one and they're like oh so what happened here either just tried to steal my car we don't know where these guys went and I'm like oh okay ah so you don't see them like no i didn't see <coughs> them. oh okay uh come to the police station you make a report uh yeah <laughs> and that was it right yeah. <laughs> like that was the end of it mm. um and then they're like have you called your insurance i'm like yes i've called my insurance I'm like okay insurance is coming come once you're done with your insurance come to police station I'm like, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So, called Discovery. Discovery sends uh, tow people. Oh. They come, they tow the car, take it to the workshop, whatever. And then, because the police station wasn't too far away, mm-hmm. um, I walked there. Walked to the police station. Um, I was with Haxo and a couple other friends. We get to the police station, do the report, and then after that, call an Uber, uh, and we leave. And then when we got to the police station... And one of the cops is like, no, but they were meant to do like the report on the scene <laughs> before the car was taken away. Like, hey, bruh, mm. this is how you guys function. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, I need the police report to claim from insurance. So insurance gets the report. They look at it and whatever. And then they paid. Um, they even gave me like a replacement car to use while mine was getting fixed, which was really nice. Mm. Um, okay. But yeah, but when insurance works, it's, it, it, it works. Yeah. It works. I mean, and a couple other incidents where I've seen someone get into like an accident and then insurance covers the whole car. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously that depends on who your insurer is. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. And and I think also the other thing, what annoys me about insurance is that you have, um, to again, it, it, it's, it's likelihood, right? The likelihood that you get into more than one accident over your driving career is low in general. Right for someone who 100%, lives yeah. in a certain city and it's like you know you 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 live a relatively normal life right you're not driving cross country between Cape Town and Joburg or ever like the likelihoods are low but then you you you're basically per month paying for just in case just in case and like that just mm-hmm. in case may you might be paying insurance for your car for like whatever ten years and not get into an accident in ten years that's the messed mm-hmm. up part about it so it's like for it's for that one occasion that you need all your money you must pay however many months of insurance on your device or on your item or your asset. It's just, I just, it's really, even, even medical insurance, same thing. It's like, you're really yeah. ever sick outside of maybe you can say food poisoning and a cold. Mm-hmm. Really ever anything else. You're, you're not going to fall sick and lose a child. Senna's got meningitis or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's rare. Senna needs surgery because this and this is how rare mm. rare 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 instances right but like it's like if you don't have insurance at mm-hmm. that point you're screwed you know it's just ah, mm. i don't know man it's it's a love relationship with insurance it is where insurance is a scam mm. um is when when you know so they have like a claims team mm-hmm. all these bunch of lawyers who are looking through the situation to so that so that the insurer doesn't have to pay the claim yeah right 
um, I think there was a story here in South Africa a few years ago where this man hadn't disclosed Uguti he is diabetic mm-hmm. which would have affected his, his premium I think his yeah his his, his premium for his life insurance mm-hmm. right I uh, hadn't disclosed Uguti he's, he's diabetic and then he passes away from a gunshot right mm-hmm. and then now his widow is trying to claim you know life insurance mm-hmm. because Baba had been paying uh, life insurance on a monthly basis so now she's coming to claim at this point the money is probably in the millions mm-hmm. and I think it was Momentum so Metropolitan Health at the time mm-hmm. they decided that they are not going to pay out because he lied in his original um, how did they find out that he was diabetic in his original because uh, then he dies right and then there's a post-mortem mm. and a death certificate which lists you know these are the conditions there's diabetes even though he passed away from a gunshot wound he is xyz he's abc um he has a chronic illness so they're like ah why didn't he disclose Oguti had a chronic illness mm. that means the contract is void of legality from the first place meaning it was an invalid contract which no one should have entered into and as such <clears throat> um that's just the insurer was like we don't have to pay then this lady obviously went on Facebook, social media, radio and TV, pick up on it. You know, it was a whole thing. Yeah. People are like, I'm canceling my insurance <laughs> and medical aid with momentum because when I die, this means that they're going to comb through everything just so they don't pay. Yeah. Yeah. Then momentum released a statement saying, look, we don't try not to pay lies. We want to get to a situation where we don't pay or where we encourage people to tell us the truth. And then they pay premiums that they should be paying. Mm-hmm. So they were like, no, this guy could have actually been paying a higher premium because of his chronic illness if he disclosed to us. So meaning he was on lower premiums and now he wants the benefit of, you know, the thing after death. Uh, but then, you know, it's not like the um, the diabetes is what killed him. He died from a gunshot wound. Yeah. So it's not like there's like a causal nexus between the two things. Absolutely not. linked at all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's when insurance can be on the other side. All these guys so they end up paying? to fight. They ended up paying it because of social media pressure. Yeah, I mean, that's where the one thing where mob justice kind of works um, for the, some of these corporates and when they get greedy. But like, I, and, and again, I understand, obviously, you want to be as honest as possible um, when it comes to, you know, the premiums and whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, when you think about these things, like, I think we have to be a bit humane, right? And especially in this situation with this lady, it's like, you know, he's been paying his premium faithfully. You can say, if you can put in a cross, to be like, listen, if you are found to, you have, you know, I don't know, lied about a certain con- medical condition, right? Mm-hmm. You, we can maybe, I don't know, take out, a, you know, half of it or a third of whatever we're supposed to pay out. We can, you know, instead of saying, the, the whole contract is void, especially in a case where you can say you know you can get half of it for example if it's a case of he died of some form of an illness which is linked to him being diabetic that sped up his death mm. then you can say right because he was paying money it's not like he was paying yeah. and usually with these things your premium is not going to jump to an unreasonable thing right so if your insurance was mm. 200 rand a month it's not like it's just good because you're diabetic it's a 600 rand 
locals and jump right it's, it's no, gonna no, be no. something in that in, in that label maybe it comes up from 200 to 300 or whatever the case is right so mm-hmm. the person paid money for a certain amount of t- if yes so you can even go you know what his premium was meant to be 300 not 200 so by that maths he's entitled to x amount of money you can even work it out that way but i just want you know especially in situations like this with life insurance like you must be I think there's a, there must be a higher ethical standard because you're somewhat in the medical field, right? There has to be a higher ethical standard in terms of wanting to protect your customers in all circumstances, right? And and mm-hmm. and not looking look not looking to 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 hoard corporate profits because for that one case, right, that has an asterisk on it, there's a million other customers they have who are faithfully paying premiums. And they'll never get mm-hmm. sick or they'll never get shot. So it's like, bro, how much money do you want? <laughs> you know, it's, it's not right. It's, it's not like a, a thing with the I know this business is very tough. You know, people are very barely getting insured. Everyone gets insurance, whether from their companies or out of their own mm-hmm. pocket, fam. Like mm-hmm. those guys make so much money, and most human beings are generally healthy. You're not paying other. Than, you're only paying for doctors' checkups. I'm a I'm a copay land land land. Like that's it, fam. That's it. But you're paying like my my son's insurance. There's a shit ton of money, fam. But like it's literally all we're using it for is his usual. You know, every other month or whatever, going to mm-hmm. the doctor goes. Yeah, baby's healthy. He's good to go. Whatever. And then his his uh, his his locals uh, and my immunizations like are free. That's really mm. what the but but if you add up how much the insurance actually is, those guys are making buckets of money, my guy. Like it's, no, it's big money. It's it doesn't big make sense. It, it honestly, my medical sense. aid. Yeah, so it's, it's it's yeah. I pay God knows however thousand a month, mm. and it comes off in the debit order. I'm always so upset. <laughs> um, I've only gone to the doctor twice in the last two years. Um. And I remember on both occasions I went. It was like when you know those copay thingies where you pay like a a, a, a very small amount, then medical aid pays the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm not going to buy medication. They're like, oh, sorry, you've exhausted your uh, medication the allowance. allowance. <laughs> I'm like, but guys, the amount of money I'm paying per month, yeah, I can't have. And then that time I'm trying to get something for like 150 bucks worth mm-hmm. of medication, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm flying up and I. It's it's probably tiny, but by that point I'd I'd exhausted it from other prescription meds I'd gotten earlier on when I wasn't feeling well, so wow. I suspect it might be five hundred or even less than that, if if I'm being honest I have no idea. That and then I pay is ridiculous. Over, and I pay over two k a month in medical aid. I know that, um, but that's because vitality also it includes discounts at gym and discounts wherever 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 so I, I remember just thinking which ish i'm literally only paying for this in case one day i get like super sick yeah and then i need medical aid to step in mm-hmm. but yeah it's an it's an ex, it's an expensive it's an expensive cost whenever you factor it in yeah you know, in all, in, and in there's car insurance all, on top of it right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in all facets bro it's like you, it's like you, you, you know where there's, there's a time when I, I I rented a car and it was like so when mm-hmm. you rent a car, it comes by default with insurance where if you were involved in an accident and it's not your fault, you are covered hundred percent. The cover mm-hmm. is like usually they'll tell you like yeah the car is covered up to a million bucks whatever it is, right? Like it's it, no worries if it's not your fault no wahala. 
and then they charge you maybe an extra twenty dollars on top of your rental if you want insurance that's when it, when it's your fault you're also covered mm-hmm. so at this the, this time when i was doing the car rental i was like ah, you know what <laughs> let me let me let me not do this one that covers me right if it's my fault it's like and and the whole trip i had anxiety you're anxious bro i just yeah, had anxiety i was like you know what let me, yeah from then onwards i've just been like whatever fuck it it's Tatani twenty dollars in a leaf for now. Let me just drive free. There was there was no accident mm-hmm. on that occasion, but it's just in my in the back of my mind, you know. It's just I just didn't feel right, you know. And, and I was like, yeah, it's not worth it. Twenty dollars is not worth that little thing sitting in the back of my mind saying, bro, if you're in an accident, it's a like, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's over. It's yeah. over. Um, I I did that though, when I went to Joburg. Mm-hmm. I was going to my friend's wedding, um, and then we just felt it would be easier to hire a car. So we had one, and then they're like, oh, the car is insured, but you want insurance, as you said, for um, when you're at fault. And then you look at, already you keep a deposit. Yeah, right. it's adding up. <laughs> you keep a deposit, there's the actual rental fee that you've paid. Yes, the car will come with petrol, but so oh. that they don't deduct afterwards, you know that you're going to need to fill it up. Fill it up again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like ah, okay, cool. You know what? I'll be fine. I can mm. drive. Been driving for years. Haven't had an accident. I'll be yeah. okay. Eh, yeah, that whole thing where you're like, oh, yeah, one wrong move. Mm. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's on me. Then you have to take so, a yeah, million like, pictures of the car because we also which are the we less crashless. So like, there's so many yeah, different yeah, yeah. things where the re- I, I I will say the rentals here in Dubai I prefer them a lot because there's so many more companies now. That do zero mm-hmm. deposit because they've seen oh, the nice. DI, like and all this other. And again, if someone puts on a credit card, you can still run that person's credit card in the system, right? So mm. it's, it's really what's the deposit for at the end of the day? So that I, I wish some of these things would become like global standards because the deposit thing is, is really stupid. That it's a barrier for, for a lot of people. Because uh, you might, like, I, I remember even now when I was going to Joburg in August. Mm. I was just lazy to. I, I needed 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 a car, mm. but that admin of now you have to go to Avis and then give them ten thousand or yeah. or ten thousand and a credit card, right? So they want the deposit and the card. Mm. And like, ah, actually, you know what? Never mind. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just realized. Um, yeah. we're tw- Twenty minutes deep, and the people don't even know what podcast this is. Um, this is this is why. This ah, is, it's fine. This, this Today it's okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, yeah, it was just mics on. We went straight into our complaints about the insurance world. But anyway, welcome back. It is another episode of Six Foot Weights. Your hour and some change with your favorite cheese boys um i don't know if i said that again but anyway my name is tabo my name is senna and yeah we're here for a good time not a long time uh yes. there's a lot of things that have been happening in society um and you know a lot of things that we need to touch on and we'll try and touch on it to the best of our ability in the limited amount of time that we have yes uh, but i guess we have to start with the most important thing um and that is football um so oh yeah uh, someone's clicking fast forward right now oh yeah <laughs> listen 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 it's, it's just a staple i'm sorry guys things are happening the, the, I'm, I'm i'm excited that we have football back so we have to talk about some of these things um 
Do, 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 do. But a quick update on fantasy. Yo, I'm doing terribly. I've had a bad three weeks in fantasy. I can't wait to use my wild card. I was gonna use it last weekend, but there's an international break this weekend, yeah, I believe. Same. So I was yeah. like, you know what? It's gonna be another shitty week. It is what it is. You know, let's just brave it. It's bad, bro. Twenty eight points this week. Rashford is still on my team. Trent mm. is on my team. Like yeah, mm. I know. yeah, I know. It's bad. Okay. If Onana's on my team, he's so <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Also, is not make sure with that African. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tense. Mm. I would. Tense. You know, I don't like. I don't like criticizing black black African players mm. when they are starting out in Europe. Um, but uh, some but of the errors. I'm not. I'm not convinced. Eh. I think it's you'll like, come good later. I think I, I'm hoping you'll come good later. I I don't think he will. Mm. Like he's, he's I feel like he's our you know like when when Schmeichel left United mm. then um we went through Barthez yeah um who was it oh Barthez Roy Carroll Tim Howard went through to get to Van der Sar. Mm. and then City remember when when Pep got rid of Joe Hart mm-hmm. he went through Claudio Bravo and that <laughs> other guy was a caballero who was a Chelsea. Oh yeah, yeah, William. Before they got to Edison, mm. and it, it's the same thing with was it was it Chelsea? You guys are still ah, looking for a keeper after Peter Cech. So Kutua <laughs> yeah, was a bit of, like, was a bit of nonsense at Chelsea. Um, Kepa again. We we had a one season wonder with Mendy. Um, but I like Sanchez to be honest. I think Sanchez is not a top tier goalkeeper, but he's good mm. enough. I think with if you have a solid defense, he's a more than capable. He's definitely a number two keeper, but he's not. Mm. You know, like he's. I think he's. He's all right. I, honestly, I, I maybe there's been one or two goals we've conceded this season. Where I was like, you know what, Sanchez could have done better. But for yeah. the most part, I'm not mad at him. I think he's done a, a very capable job. Um, and I think we, we, we were one of the lowest teams to concede in the league anyway. We haven't conceded a lot of goals. We don't score, <laughs> but we don't concede a lot of goals either. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, real quick, touching on top, a couple of things. Fantasy. Uh, yeah, Zakat. So this year we had a head-to-head league and we have the normal six-foot weights league. A um, couple of things that I wanted to, to bring up from a few weeks ago. There was a, a game week where... I was up against in head to head. I was up against Ayanda, and my wife was up against Ayanda in the six foot weights league. And then I think there's the plus one. Ayanda is in the plus one head to head as well. So we were both against her that weekend. <laughs> Fucking hilarious, my guy. <laughs> Obviously, it was it was it, it it was it was a double header. Both Maposas won handily. <laughs> handily. <sighs> So it, it, I had a, I had myself a good laugh because um, I was like, ah, there's no way. So so I think it was maybe even her first. Nah, maybe either, it was either my wife's first or second game week. And and you know what's funny? She doesn't watch football, but she's competing. So it, it's a bit of an experiment on my side to see like in this fantasy thing, how much football do you actually need to know? Because she is just going off of stats and what she's seeing in terms of what the players are, uh, player production. But she doesn't sit and actually watch the games and she has you know next to zero football knowledge of who's great and who's not right in my wife's head rashford is is a world-class player 
that's that's kind of in terms of her knowledge base right now you know and there's a few people that who are who have retired that she doesn't know have retired right so mm-hmm. so that that's basically the person that she is but she's doing pretty decent let me see even like what 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 her rank is in, in terms of the locals although i think she lost her last two but anyway we both won mm-hmm. so that was hilarious on my side um and made me laugh but in terms of the league six foot weights league um Kale is at the top a then followed by what engineers asked um who else is here that's interesting i don't know so we have at third we have nathan Zovu. fourth chila moyo miguel movie that's a very i wonder if your first name is actually miguel bro like were your parents like that big a fan of passions or like <laughs> <laughs> what the hell <laughs> Let people have names. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very curious. So, Miguel, if if you're listening, hey, Brian, come and tell us the story of how you got the name Miguel Mube because of Khambelanichi. Then uh, we've got why are you gay? Um, Ropa fifth. Uh, I think she won the league last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she came she from did. behind uh, and, and 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 won. So yeah, she she had a pretty decent game week. Uh, Senna's seventh. And then we have top ten. Is there anyone else that I recognize? No. Then Panache yeah. and 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 Togo eleventh and twelfth. Um, Fezi fourteenth. Ayanda fifteenth. Not bad at all. Tsungi nineteenth. Prof twenty two. Yo. Maps twenty six. You almost anchoring, bro. It's peak. Yeah, no. This so this week was 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 hot. So I wanted to wild card. Mm. Because I, I could see the at so many Man City players and one Arsenal player, it's a big game. I knew that if Arsenal if Arsenal do well, I'm screwed. If United if Bruno doesn't do well for United, I'm screwed. So Spurs yeah. as well, you're hoping Son does something, it didn't happen. Mm. Um but then the worst thing is to wildcard before the international break and then, and someone, then gets someone gets injured or some of your yeah. players get injured or some of them they come back and get team the South American guys come off long, long hour flights, and then mm. they usually don't play when they come back. Yeah, can they come back? So you always want you always want to see what's what needs to happen first uh, before wild carding. So then I I took the risk. I'm like, no, let me just go with my team, and it backfired badly. So I'll probably see after the international break how I change things. But yeah, man, it's 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 gonna be an interesting season this one. Yeah, no, definitely. And then in our, in our rec- relegation zone, we have Tinashe Nyanduru, Tanya Ratswapanda, and uh, Tariwashe Ndozi. Hey, what? Ndozi, yeah. Sorry if I've, I've absolutely butchered yeah, that. You've, you've butchered so, that. But you're anchoring, yeah. my guy. You're anchoring. Please, yeah. climb up the ranks, and then we'll definitely work on making sure next time, you know, pronunciation yes. will be 110%. Yes. We don't want to be coming on and apologizing for, <laughs> for that, Mr. Mopos. Oh, that's a bit of foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> so we also have the Cheese Boy Cup, which ironically, Senna didn't join. Um, so I don't know what's going on. What Cheese Boy Cup? Here. We have a head-to-head league, bro. Yeah, I, I never joined. I never got the link. You're not serious. I sent you the, I but in the any... link on the account, Senna. So yes, you got the link. In any event, I've never played the head-to-head deal, like paid attention. So probably ah, once I joined, once I joined the leagues, I was like, "Shut, 
Cool, cool, cool. Nah, nah. I don't think I'm head in head any head-to-head head this year. Head-to-head head head is where it's at. It's, it's just, they say, head is the answer. <laughs> at the top of our head-to-head head, uh, cheese boy cup, we have Munyaradzi Chifetete. You see, when you're at the top, we don't choke, we don't choke. It's, <laughs> it's very smooth. It's buttery smooth. As Dalina. And then uh. we have uh, Phil Nguenya and Mudiwa Kaiwo uh, as our top three. Man, Dan the Man, fourth. Ayanda, fifth. Ah, and Ting and Pizu Gunabad. And then, yeah, yeah, Milo, Anani, they anchoring in the middle. Uh, who else is there? We've got Sauce. We've got. Ooh, no, no Z. Let me see. Kaya, ah, Kaya, Kaya, seventeen. Then me, I'm wallowing in twenty-first, bro. I started out hot, three for three, and I've lost my last two. So things are things are bad, things are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then anchoring, we have a in the relegation zone, just above the relegation zone, we have Panache, a, with the aptly named Kalasbaning FC. Uh, and then we have in the relegation zone, Taps, Chamoto. Chabulani uh, Siziva and uh, Alexis Mazongwe <laughs> with zero points. <laughs> Not even one win. It's peak. <laughs> it's peak. Ah, Mrs. Maps is also wallowing uh, at 19th. She is two spots above me, so I can't laugh too hard. We're both on nine <laughs> points apiece. Uh, and uh, number one, Umunyaradzi has only lost one game. So he's on, he's on 20, 21 points. Mm-hmm. So quite a ways uh, to get up, but the good thing about head-to-head is two, three good weeks in a row, you definitely mm-hmm. be in the top five. You definitely, so, at least in the early season, early part of the season. As this, if you, so people need to shape up. Use your wild cards, people. Time to change up those teams, um, and uh, and let's compete and let's compete. So that's the update from fantasy. The final mm-hmm. football topic that we're going to have is um, one of my goats, um, one of my favorite players to ever touch grass uh eden hazard has announced his retirement very very sad because he's just 32 but mm. uh, ever since my man went to real madrid he it just didn't work out for him um so i was very shocked when i saw the notification but he just had injury on injury and it just yeah things just didn't align for okay but uh he's he's definitely had a sterling career at least in chelsea um he 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 had a fantastic career he won i think two or three premier league titles um and let me see he's what only three players in the premier league have had over 15 plus assists in a single premier league season that was his 2018 2019 season which maybe i think was the um the last season he had at chelsea but again i'd need to double check that but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, again, he had a pretty sterling career for us, so we we love him dearly. Uh, we love him to death uh, as a player on our squad. And um, there was obviously when these type of things happen, people start to have those debates. Um, and Mtogogo uh, uninformedly <laughs> said uh, so that I think the question was: Is Hazard twenty top twenty all time in the Prem? And Togo said no. My response to that was, as an Arsenal fan, I would have nothing kind to say about Hazard either. Because, yeah, terrorized on your grave for quite a few years. So, again, I completely understood. Uh, but I was, I was told, I've got Chelsea buyers. 
So I've never actually thought about a, an, an all-time top 10, but I still think, I'd like to think Hazard is in an all-time top 10. And I usually have a, a, a very simple litmus test for greatness, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, I listen to what your rivals, people who played against you, like what do they say? If they mm-hmm. openly say, listen, when people speak about Henri, like people who played against him, like if you just listen, you know what this guy was a terrorist on mm-hmm. the field. Even if Henri's stats might not be, um, you know, Michael Owen and Rooney level, right? Yeah. We all know that that dude had the sauce. We just, we know. All you need to do is open your eyes and watch the guy play. Mm-hmm. And it's, for me, and the other thing as well, the other part of the litmus test is Madrid and Barcelona are typically at the pinnacle of, of football. When you get tapped on your shoulder and they say, Chief, come this side. That typically means you're the guy, right? Another person who's special, David Beckham, right? Again, statistically in the league, in the Prem, you might not, if you just look at the numbers, mm-hmm. they might not amaze you. But if you just, if you were there and you what is So any team, that, any, any player that Barcelona and specifically Madrid tapped on the shoulder and paid big money for, I knew, would, no, 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 there's something about this guy, right? So that's, those, are, those are my two tests. What do your rivals say about you? And are the two biggest clubs in the world coming for your services and Hazard ticked both boxes so if you tick mm-hmm. both those boxes I think you're at least top 20 in the Prem for me at least top 20 but what say you Mr. Moore? Um. well the, the, the second criteria to use whether or not Real Madrid wanting a player because they, they also get it wrong right they got it wrong a lot of times with Coutinho and, and, and others so but you didn't get Coutinho? Barcelona went to. Oh, you mean Barcelona? I mean, Barcelona yeah, but Coutinho. I'm talking about but big money moves, right? So with your 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 Ronaldo move was a big money move that we all knew that this is the guy, and he delivered the goods, right? Mm-hmm. Your Suarez move, big. I don't know if that was big money, but it was. he delivered the goods. He was the yeah. best striker Coutinho, in the Premier League at the time. I don't know what happened with Coutinho. Um, when, when he went to Barca, but it didn't quite didn't quite work to that level. But there's uh, obviously Jude Bellingham, right? Yeah. Look at what he's doing now. Yeah. Mbappe eventually is gonna get to Madrid, so that's what I mean in terms yeah. of most of these guys. Like we know we so so usually when they come sniffing around for those players, mm. it's like everybody turns and like, damn, Madrid wants you. Like you're that guy. You're yeah. Great. So 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 those those are the two measures for me where I see okay. what greatness looks like or potential greatness. Potential. As I'll say, look, p- potential greatness. He's. I think he's definitely top twenty. Um, well, here's the thing. Are we saying wingers or just players in general? I think when you make it players so, in general, it becomes harder. The moment you yeah, start you make listening, it, yeah, because obviously positions is like. Yeah. Are you are you saying is is he better than Terry and Vidic? Not Vidic. Who's Ferdinand and them? Right. Yeah. And so like, but it's completely different jobs. Exactly. So. Yeah, then it's, it's hard. difficult. It's so, hard. But I still say players in general top twenty. He has to be in the top twenty. Like that dude was magic on the field, fam. Just oh, it was such a pleasure to watch. It was no, he definitely nah. yeah, no Hazard. You know, he definitely top twenty. Even Premier League wingers, I'd say he's he's definitely in the top five. Yeah, um, absolutely. Let me see. I've got yeah, yeah, he's definitely in the top five. Um, I, the the I guess the bigger question with Hazard isn't this top 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 whatever top whatever. Mm. 
in terms of greatness, where do you rank him, right? Do you rank him as yeah. one of those guys where we'll look back in 10 years and we'll be like, yo, we're an amazing career. Or we'll look back like almost like Ronaldinho and to an extent Neymar, we were like, ugh, it could have been so much better. Definitely, I think the Dino Neymar side, because he didn't hit his prime. So like there's prime Hazard in Chelsea, right? Who was amazing but that's like saying there was prime cristiano in united that's the way i see it right mm-hmm. and i think hazard just he didn't i think maybe he was slightly better than cristiano in, in on the prem side but then cristiano went to madrid and took it to a whole nother level right like it's just it was skyrocketing right him and messi really it's him messi everybody else on the on, on on planet earth that's the way that i see it um but in terms of the, the way that he played, like the reason Madrid spent the money that they spent was literally because they thought it was going to be a Cristiano Ronaldo in the sense that he's been this level at Chelsea. It can only go up from here, mm-hmm. right? Because again, it's, an, it's a technically somewhat of an easier league. You're playing on a better team and, you know, it's more goal scoring in La Liga, right? So, so his stats should have gone up. He should have yeah. he should have gone to that next level, but he did. He he was injury. It was you know weight issues, fitness, all this other stuff. Like yeah. So that's where it's just we saw what you could have been at Chelsea, mm. and the disappointment is you didn't take it to the next level to truly put yourself in that Ballon d'Or level of player. Yeah, and hundred percent. And I think his his biggest problem will always be people like to say it's like a. There's a Gary Neville who said that the Real Madrid, Barcelona, Man United, those places for you if you don't have the right character, mentality, and work ethic, you mm. are going to struggle. And it, it yeah. seems there are some players, Sancho's an example, where mm. making it to United, you think you've achieved everything. You don't need mm-hmm. to graft and improve yeah. and all these yeah. things. Um, and it, that's that's probably what 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 happened at Hazard where. And Chelsea, you can have three games in a row where you're not up to it and then turn it up on the fourth game and then you're fine, right? Mm. And the Chelsea fans will still love you. Premier League will still be like, oh, what a player, you know? Yeah. At Madrid, you're dropped after three games without performing. Like the fans start waving those white handkerchiefs in the stadium. <laughs> and then, then you're done, right? And then yeah. the, it's it's even worse because then the pressure afterwards accepts like it, it just yeah. does. You're always going to struggle, and I think without a strong work ethic, that's why he struggled at at, at Madrid. I will look back and agree with you and say I classify him in that Neymar Ronaldinho category. The infuriating thing about the Hazard thing is he's probably way more talented than some of the guys who've gone on to achieve more than he did in the game. Yeah, and it almost feels That's like it almost feels like so a, an easy example if you say to me who are you picking in a Champions League final to deliver for you Mo Salah or mm. Eden Hazard mm. I think you end up picking Salah just because you know what you're going to get you know what you're going to get he's, he's guaranteed to score goals he's guaranteed an assist he's guaranteed something Yeah, you know in, in modern day football those type of players who are super talented but are on and 
on and off or whatever it's, it's no longer enough unfortunately yeah so i think what you said i was going to debate you on the solar point right but i think the the, the points of like yes you're saying to you are guaranteed you know if i go to kfc it's not the best chicken in the world but i know the level of satisfaction i'm going to get from this thing minimum i know seven. what a big mac is going to is going to taste like right mm-hmm. it's just you you don't need to guess right but then in, in as a chelsea fan i would pick hazard because of i can get the amazing i can get the spectacular i might i'm not guaranteed but i'm i'm it's just it's, it's like an investment right i'm going to put money in because i know this business has the potential to become google to become apple or whatever right whereas other people are like hey listen fam me i just want an established thing you know let me just get I'm, I'm, i don't want super profits i just need stability right mm-hmm. so so literally mutual fund versus hedge fund type of mentality so i actually even looked up um just to see what other people are thinking right in terms of media outlets and whatever mm-hmm. top 10 uh best wingers in premier league history two different websites some interesting lists so um this one is how they play.com they say bale at 10 hazard at nine money at eight son at seven beckham at six silver at five perez at four gigs at three uh shit okay i think i need to open this up today oh no i didn't open it so i need to open up to before the top two mm-hmm. and see who the top two are okay uh, let me let me scroll down here okay so that was gigs ronaldo at two and the number one premier league winger of all time is mo salah very very interesting um because i have opinions of mo salah you know my opinions on salah but anyway i'll reiterate them in a second Mm -hmm. so then the other website is givemesport.com they say freddie lundberg at 10 david ginola at nine Mane at eight gigs at seven beckham at six Bale at four, Hazard, uh, no, Bale at five, Hazard at four, Perez at three, and uh, at two, Mo Salah at one, obviously, you can guess who it is, CR7. Mm-hmm. That's their, their list. Okay. So I think in terms of statistics and counting stats, Mo Salah has a lot of people on his camp. Because again, He's done phenomenally. You can't dispute more Salah's statistics, right? But what I've always said about players like Salah is, number one, when I go back to my litmus test, the big dogs didn't come looking for you, bro. But they did. And when they don't come... No, they didn't come. Who came looking Madrid came looking for you. Madrid came looking for When did and they come looking for you? it was after he scored 42 Premier League goals that season. Did they make a bet? They, they, he didn't want to leave Liverpool. He wasn't going to leave. Oh, okay. So some of these things right, it's me, like, me we want, we want, and then... Yeah, so there was no traction. So, like, there's certain things where, like, for example, even if, you know, United didn't want to sell Ronaldo, it was just one of those inevitabilities with you know, bra is gone, right? Same thing with Hazard. We just, we, it, for us as Chelsea fans, we're like, bro, we want you to stay, but we know at any point, Muntulo says that Chayapansi, there's been no renewal of a contract, blah, blah, blah. And it's been that way for a lot of players, right? It's, it's never even an aggressive thing. It's, the only one that's been aggressive is, is, is Mbappe, 
that's the only one, right? That's where it's like where both clubs have kind of been at, at odds with each other. But the other ones, it's like it's like going to heaven, bro. It's like people just descend to or ascend rather to Madrid and, and Barcelona. That's just kind of how it happens, right? But like at least in, in on my side, I don't know. There was no, you know, what do they call it? Scuttlebutt about Mo Salah, Madrid and all this other yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't want to leave, okay. I mean, again, I question your mentality. Why aren't you trying to go play for one of the biggest teams in the world and put your name in history with the big dogs? But anyway, that's that's his prerogative. You know, that's because they definitely weren't paying him more than Madrid was going to pay him. It wasn't a money thing. But anyway, put that to the side. The other thing is, I think Salah is a system player. I think having seen having seen him at Chelsea, um, and then seeing him and what Klopp was able to get out of him and put him in the perfect position to be successful, and putting him with the perfect teammates in Sadio Mane and Roberto Firmino, like Liverpool was a machine from top to bottom, fan. And the garnish, the cherry on the top was their front three. That's just it's a it's a fact that we know in football. Those guys were unstoppable. That 2019-2020 season, it was just right, right off. They were monstrous, right? But my thing is, you're starting to see Liverpool struggle and you're also starting to see Salah struggle, right? The system is not systeming the way it was a few years ago, right? So to me, you're not... You look at Messi as an example. Messi stood stood out in the bullshit. He stood out. He's still Messi, Right? Ronaldo stood out. Like it's, there's certain players who's like, bro, Chelsea was having a horrible season. Hazard scores a worldie of a goal to crush Tottenham's hopes. We're, we're having a horrible season. My man says, nah, Spurs, you're not winning the title this year. Done. Dust. Right? So I'm not seeing that from, or I haven't seen that from Salah personally, where it's like this guy is literally carrying these men on a weekly basis. He is the gold surrounded by a lot of trash. I credit Klopp with a lot more of Salah's success than people want to credit him. With. I, I think I think I, I think you discredit a lot of Salah's success. I think you're being a bit harsh on him, and and it's not harsh. To be if honest, you have a fantastic coach and a fantastic team, no, no, like, no, bro. To be honest, I'm glad you ate. I I don't like Liverpool, but mm. I I look at that season where he scored 42 goals, right? Mm. Like mm. that's that's insane, dog. Like, but people are discrediting Holland as well, right? Shit, Again, mm. we we agree and, with and Holland the, is a magical season, but people are like, no, yeah, tapping merchant, yeah, Pep Guardiola, this, this, and that. It's hard to separate you, which is why even for sure. Messi, I'll judge him harshly when he was playing with literally the best team in the world from top to bottom. You guys are unstoppable, fam. So when you have that, it's hard for us to sort through the rubble and be like, how good are you really? No, but. It, it it then becomes hard to even make that explanation for Eden Hazard in the same way, right? How long was he at Chelsea? Was it 10 years? Nah, I think about seven. About seven years. Seven years. You could argue with those two league titles, he was in a better system. It's not like he carried the team, right? You can always make that argument against in a team sport, right, with certain players. No, but you should watch the guy. You know, what's I'm saying? But you, if you just watch the guy, like this is the thing, and, we, and that's what I'm saying. The beautiful thing is just watch the guy and just like ah, but Lauer, you mind see, you. Yeah, I, I always, ah. I always say this about Messi. Like just watch the guy. I watch Mo Salah, and he does. He may not be as, and and probably the word I'm looking for is as. He's a pace merchant. No, not necessarily. He's not. He's not as <laughs> fluid in his play and in his dribbling, mm. like yeah. Neymar 
Hazard, mm-hmm. even Mbappe mm-hmm. is not a fluid dribbler to be honest. Mbappe is the true pace merchant. Mbappe has pace and he has a good finish. Nah, but I don't but, think he's but, but, yeah, and his finishing exactly. Levels, but like, he doesn't have that natural dribbling ability that you see from the Messi's. Yeah, the he's Neymar's, not going to take you on one on one and like exactly. and then whatever. Yeah, yeah. And and Salah's game in that regard doesn't look clean or as mm-hmm. clean as the other guys. But one thing he does have, you remember he won the Puskas the one year for that goal mm-hmm. where he dribbled four or five players off the left wing and then scored? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't do been. that. Wasn't it wasn't even against Charles? I can't even remember. But he scored a crazy one against Chelsea yeah. one time. I think his first season. Back. You don't do that unless you're you're talented, right? You come up with a goal out of nothing. In but that no one regard. is saying he's not talented. No, no, no. Really. But unless you are supremely you know. talented, and I think he is. And what makes we him can, okay? We can give him supremely, but it's just not that fam. I don't know. But I don't know. It's just to, and 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 like I said, people always chat up. Oh, mm. you know, maybe not as good, but forty-two goals as a winger. That's that's insane. It's an insane achievement because that the system was insane, fam. The system you have what it, irregardless of how the system is, Haaland couldn't do that in the best team we've ever seen. He couldn't get to forty-two Premier League goals. Oh, I don't know. Was Absolute. it how many? I don't know how many it was for 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 Mo Salah. If it and was, I touched over. If, so so I don't know if it was was it forty two Premier League or was it forty two? It over? broke Shearer's record. It probably was thirty something Premier League goals. Yeah, I think it was. 30, I don't think overall. it was. I don't, I don't know if he broke thirty in in, in the Premier League because I know Haaland was fifty overall, fifty two or something like that. Um, all competitions, but like again, it's so all I'm saying is it's very difficult if we're to be honest to separate you from a a winning system for me just in terms of just watching a player mm-hmm. right to me hazard was messy without the stats right messi is amazing in the sense that he looked amazing and he, he the stats said the same thing right but with with, with hazard like people the, the people discredit him they're like oh look he only ever scored 20 goals that's his best season and it's like chief the game goes way beyond that. And that's why I always say, look at what the rivals are saying. Listen to the coaches, listen to the players, and how they game planned for this man. A stat that people will be like, oh, yeah, that's an arbitrary stat. But like this own every, almost every season in the Prem was the most fouled player in the Premier League. No, and, 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 and look, what that tells me is that the, the defenders were told by the coach, like, yay, you stick to that guy. Because there was a game that I think United beat us. Um, and oh, what's that? There's that Mexican player, mid midfielder of yours. What was his name? I think he went to like PSG afterwards. Mexican uh, midfielder. Fuck. Is he Mexican? Yeah, is he? I don't know if he's Mexican or not. He, look, he had like a baby face. But anyway, it'll come back. It'll come back to me. But he was like a defensive midfielder, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he, the game that you, I think you either you drew or you beat, you beat us. The media would not stop like gushing over the fact that that guy put hazard in his pocket oh like and the herrera crazy yes herrera there was a game where like my hazard right and that's how you get him out the game and the only thing is that he gets lazy that like if there's a player like herrera who commits them like listen fam if you touch that ball mm-hmm. you're touching dirt right if there's a player like that which not every every team had right which is why he, he was successful with other teams then you could take him out of games but like literally, if you saw how everyone was just gushing the bro, this guy was in his pocket, really, he didn't do anything and it's all this other stuff. It's like that's how you see what greatness is. 
at the end of the day. No, I, I, right. I, so, so, but anyway. I, I would, I would say greatness is breaking a goal scoring record. So I think there's, there's now, unfortunately, to, uh, and now we look at their careers in hindsight. It, it might be hard for people to admit or people who like Hazard to admit that there's now a clear gap between him and Salah's careers. I think Salah optimized his career. Absolutely. He optimizes. So so for me, the only argument I can make is based on what I saw and the trajectory. He never made it. So yeah, you can say that based on the fact that he never fully, you know, did what we wanted him to do or expected him to do. Salah has become the better player or had the better career. I don't know how people want to term it. I can agree to that, right? He didn't start but off as the saying, better player, but he's ended off as the better player. Yeah, so absolutely. He's, he's had a better career. I'll give him that. 100% better career in almost every 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 sense. But at the same time, I don't even know. Maybe Hazard is one more than Salah. <laughs> Maybe. Who so knows? We, might, we might need to check. We might need to check on... on, on just if we look comparing Premier League careers, I, I think Hazard has more trophies than Salah. But anyway, whatever. That's just a credit to, you know, the, the glorious club that is Chelsea. But I th- in, in all seriousness, I, I, I think, um, you know, for me, if it's a case of pick your fighters, prime Hazard that we saw at Chelsea... And whatever version of Salah that you want to pick, I don't know, 2019 Salah, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're picking teams. Personally, I'm picking Hazard. Okay. Because I've seen him with different coaches. I've seen him in with defensively-minded coaches. I don't know why Abra- Abramovich loved defensively-minded coaches. We never had a truly offensive coach after Carlo. After that, the most of the coach, the only offensive coach, whatever Villas Boas was fired after like two weeks, <laughs> right? So all of our coaches who stuck around for more than a season were defensive-minded because they had to be. Where, you know, yeah, but I mean, it's fine. You know, Mourinho, uh, Conte, and I forgot who else was some. There's someone else sprinkled in there who won a title. But like, if you can thrive in systems like that, right? And it's it's not like a. I wonder if he was able to play under Guardiola, what would have happened? If he was able to play under Klopp. What would have happened? I don't Guardiola know. Guardiola think probably. Nah, no, Guardiola. On some... Him. He would have never... On some, you're lazy or whatever. Hey, I don't know. To be honest... Uh, yeah, no, but he is... He can be lazy. To be honest, like, it's I, all... That was another... It's problem. all ifs, buts, and maybes. I mean, De Bruyne started off at Chelsea. It didn't work out for him. He went to Germany. Wolfsburg. Yeah, then came back and became the best playmaker in the Premier League. So I think, even with Salah, even though he failed at Chelsea, I think there's a school of thought to say... I didn't really get that much of a chance at Chelsea. In any event, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, uh, anyway, um, that's it in terms of the football segment, guys. It's here to stay, so learn. Balan Pantama notes, if you skipped this, I, I, I hope you feel bad about yourself. Um, you're, you're fucking up our stats. But, <laughs> but I'm just joking. Um, so Sarah alluded to something about, you know, starting to apologize and being cancelled. Uh, one of the, I think the most, I'd, I'd like to say, I think they're probably one of the most clicked on podcasts on social media in general is the Shits and Gigs uh, podcast, right? Um, they they have, they've, I think they have like the, the market cornered on like small clips, one, two minute clips that just go viral all the time. Because I just see their shit all the time everywhere. And I don't even actively listen to the pod, but like, I see enough of their stuff where I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I feel like I know what these dudes are about, mm-hmm. right? Um, in some ways, I'm like, they're like the, the, the British versions of us in some ways where I'm just like, okay, cool, I get it. So um, 
they had a thing where what they were talking about how so you know how like there's that running joke about south africans they you know will tell a story it'll start in english and then the punchline is now you know in a different language mm-hmm. right a lot of people complain about about that about south africans on twitter which is it's just been a running joke right so okay cool whatever so uh they were referring to a thread on their podcast uh i, I don't even know what the thread was about and then what they they were basically saying is like, hey, you South Africans, Kulumaning is cute because we we wanna we wanna we wanna be with the, with you guys, right? It looks like it's a mad thread. People are reacting. We wanna be within as well, right? We wanna be with you guys. So it was all on a uh, on a friendly tip, right? It wasn't like on some offensive shit. But then the I don't know the, the light skinned dude. <laughs> I don't know their names, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So the light skinned dude, he, I think he's the one who ended up saying Uguti, um it's gibberish, mm-hmm. right? And then people took offense to that. Mm-hmm. And then also they said he, he he was referring to people speaking in I don't know what because I didn't see the comments in one of the, whatever different South African languages were being used on the thread. And he said, yeah, they are here speaking Swahili and whatever, whatever. Yeah. So so that's pretty much where things started to go left. And then they got, I guess they got cooked because then the next week they issue an apology like, ah, guys, we're very sorry, you know, hey, like, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, so, and I watched it. I personally was cool with it, right? Um, not necessarily, I'm, I'm not South African, right? But, it's, but I was like, hey, listen, I get it. You guys are here to mess around on the internet and spread good vibes. It's, I get the gist of your podcast, right? I've seen enough of your clips and I get it, right? And again, I, I don't have much of an expectation of Americans and British people in terms of knowing everything about different countries and whatever, mm-hmm. right? So they, those guys are typically super like ethnocentric. They just focus on, on them and their shit. So I was like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. They didn't, and I know, I think from the from the bottom of their hearts, they did not mean to offend in any way, right? So that's why I was like, yeah, I know, it's, it's, it's cool, it's whatever. It's calm, yeah. right? <laughs> top so, so that's the thing. So, but then I saw people like tripping again because what in the apology, they mentioned, um, so obviously they were still jokey about it, but like, ah, guys, you know, hey, sorry, ha, 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 but sorry. Right, and then what did they? Oh, they're like, yeah. And I, he's like, so the light skin dude's like, yeah, I looked it up. So he, I get it. Light skin on his teeth. He's like, I looked it up, and I saw that South Africa has like twenty six different languages. And I'm like, raw. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, hey, you're showing your ignorance again. We don't have twenty six different languages. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I don't even know how many languages they have in South Africa, but I know it's a lot. Right, and then I'm next door, mm-hmm. right? So again, I just think there was a group of people that were just there to be mad, and I think people who actually watch the podcast and stuff like that, like they get it. it's like if you know the people, even if you don't explain it correctly, yeah. it's like okay, fine. You knew you offended some people, and you issued an apology. Yeah. I think it should be as simple as yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, it's never that simple in social media. Right? Um, no, it's no, it never is. Um, I, I don't know why they yeah. even apologize, to be honest. Because <laughs> I think any reasonable person would understand what it wasn't to offend. It was ignorant. I mean, they demonstrated yeah. ignorance. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's all it was, right? Not knowing Guti, there's no Swahili. Swahili is not an official language in South Africa. Um, and then calling yeah. it gibberish is it, it's ignorant and that's 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 all i chalk it up to it's not a 
human rights violation it wasn't it's not that deep right it wasn't something that people should be getting offended by right they were ignorant they're this but man that that's as far as i'd put it and for the most part the more i think about the whole situation what 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 Mm. it does is show you guti nowadays right people make themselves feel good by appearing to be doing social justice warriorism whatever it is right you want to be the one to call Mm. out wrong things you want to be the one to identify an injustice and be like yay here we go and then when someone says oh yeah why does the embassy only speak a particular language then it's like hey eh, get over it you know what i mean right (laughs) um so so people are always like that like all those little little things everyone's always just waiting for an opportunity to virtue signal and be the one who corrected someone who messed up right um in that context i was like haha guys whatever it's chan chan double if you add context to it it's even worse right if it's two south africans sitting down calling um sutu or tswana whatever gibberish or you know two ndebele or shana people that call the other language gibberish then you're like ha okay when you have the context you are maybe being condescending maybe you're fueling a bit of tribalism or whatever it is but as far as those two guys are concerned ah look there was nothing to write home about there it was just funny how they then had to apologize and then obviously once social media has backed you into a corner of an apology nothing you say will be good enough i've seen so many apologies that have been issued where i've read it i'm like oh okay cool he's apologized and then i look in the comments and it's like that's not a real apology i'm like how (laughs) (laughs) no what i mean as as a person that is apologize quite a lot (laughs) if you're in a relationship especially as a dude like we get into trouble for all this random shit that we always like you know what baby i'm sorry right and it's like when someone there's been times when like my wife's like that's not sincere and i'm like and i'm genuinely being sincere right and that's the problem is if you then if in in, mo- in a moment like that and again this is the problem with me so i apologize i said you know i'm not bad bro da, 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 right and it's a genuine apology from my i genuinely i'm sorry i've offended you senna and then you say tell i don't think that was um uh, uh, a sincere apology i laugh that's that's <laughs> my my personal problem so and it gets me into more shit as you can assume you can see my wife is not really amused in that moment but like it's hard for me because i'm just like bro like i <laughs> but because it, it, it i'm not uh i'm not a yeller right i'm not a screamer like i'm i'm i go in the opposite direction right mm-hmm. but it's not because it's funny I don't know what it is. I really maybe someone can explain why some people are set up that way. No, so you oh, so you're you're like that guy from know? Shits and Giggles. From yeah, from Shits and Giggles cuz he yeah, was apologizing yeah, yeah. and then each time he keep laughing, right? And then in the comment section they're like you're not even you're not even like being serious. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> like yo guys. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I really relate to it. I felt that shit. So like for me when I watched that, that was 100% authentic. And it was like, yeah, it was. It's like, yo, guys. They also know they're being cooked for something. It's like, but guys, because they, and that's the thing, right? So the big problem, Senna, is in a situation like this, right? 
you deep down know you do not mean to offend anyone, right? Yeah, of course. And then when people take offense from what you you didn't think was offensive, because he's saying like in the UK we use gibberish, da da da, da mm. right? We don't even know the actual so throwaway word gibberish, but we use it. People understand, right? It's like it's like when um uh the what's this thing called um. Uh, what's the, ah fuck I feel I keep spaz right mm. so like someone used spaz with Beyonce used spaz and people are like no ngapa spaz means this but in America spaz means like go you know crazy I, I, I can't <laughs> like as it just lose yourself right that's what kind of spaz means in, in the US context right but like because you know that Beyonce said what she said but she did not mean to offend anyone with a, with a disability right. If it, already for me, it's like when you apologize, it's just you're ticking off. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what. It, so for me, it's like, uh, oh, she apologized. Okay, cool. I, I, I'm glad she apologized, but it's not. I'm not vexed because, like you said, she doesn't know better. It's a different context. So when these dudes are apologizing, it's like, and and like he's like chuckling and whatever. It's because Yena, in his mind, yes, he's apologizing out loud, but deep down in their brains or in their in their hearts. It's like to them it's stupid because it's like, bro, this this really is not really a big deal because we're not trying to be offensive, mm-hmm. but we're gonna, uh, you know, but we have a podcast. It's a very widespread podcast, so let's do the right thing. Let's yeah. apologize, right? There's plenty of times people apologize. You don't have, and I, I say this to my wife all the time, like, babe, I don't have to agree fully with you to be like, oh yeah, I was wrong by looking at things this way for me to issue an apology to you. Just knowing that you're offended is enough. Um, grounds for me to apologize that's before i even like where do you agree with me or whatever for me if i just know what you know senna's man Mm -hmm. he didn't appreciate that that's enough for me to apologize i don't have to see things the same way as you right it's enough so so for me i'm like hey bro these guys so people are mad it's like all right cool but also as a nation there's a lot more things to be worried about than you know i'm a i'm a i'm a british Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, it's cheaper. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> the country is bending. It's right. But anyway, that's 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 neither. But I think <laughs> no. But I, I I honestly think dragging people on social media has become addictive. Like I think there's some there's some yeah. people that are genuinely addicted to dragging people and correcting on social media to an extent where it doesn't end up com- correcting and putting think pieces on the most trivial trivial things do you know do you know what Sin? i think um because i've thought about this before like why are people so into this shit like what is it why does it give them so much um um what's this thing called like so, so much why is it right it, to you know, why is it that when there's i, I always say this when there's two thousand quoted tweets and someone is being quoted <laughs> when you want to come and make it 2001 like what? Exactly. So maybe that's something no, I don't understand because I think the we don't realize, but we've become bullies on social media. Always, bro. Like uh, that's the thing, and and, and we, I think kind of leads into my theory, which is I think the people that get off on this shit of dragging people online are in real life in the like whatever lives that they live right wherever they are in the world i think there's people that aren't listened to 
have either aren't listened to, don't have authority. Like I just kind of either looked over like that, that kind of, you know, world, I think is the world that they live mm-hmm. in. And social media is basically giving them a microphone to be like, you know what? I'm ignored in real life. People don't rate me in real life. So on social media, I'm going to be part of this mob because this mob just made a huge podcast apologize. Mm. That's kind of what I see in terms of people, you know, who just wake up and it's just like, I think because it's, it's big loser energy to me where it's just like, bro, like today, CBD, you're going to come home and tell your mother or tell your spouse or whatever. Yeah, me, me, I came and I corrected uh, Shits and Giggles podcast. They, and, they, and they apologized, you know, I was there, right? Like, really? You know, like, mm. bro, like, come on. It, it's, it's it, in as much as, it, I don't know. I was like, I thought they were just, the producer was going to be like, guys, you guys kind of misfired there and there. You might want to issue an apology. That's what I thought happened. And then when I watched the clip, I'm like, oh shit, they got cooked. Because mm-hmm. like, when, I, when I saw the original, I was like, ah, you know what? Low key, this this is a cheeky one. But I, was, I didn't think it would be anything, right? Because I, I, I don't know, man. Those guys, it's just, it's hard to hate on those words, bro. Come on, it's like, <laughs> whatever yeah but hey yeah <laughs> but it is what it is i mean when when you speak on a public sort of platform people are going to be on the lookout just to catch out one day and use that as an opportunity to yep. to correct um and, and to be honest taken out of context you'll get, and you'll get people who correct yeah. you nicely and they'll dm you and say mm-hmm. actually maybe you shouldn't use that word when you're speaking yeah like, oh okay sorry i didn't know and then that's enough yeah. right um because mm. i think that's happened with us before but <laughs> unfortunately yeah. it wasn't one of those you know on social media on twitter it's a whole thing where it's a pylon type of thing yeah that I, that's uh, never ideal no, this is why I keep saying, Guti, I'm glad we just kind of fly under the radar because, I don't know, man, me... You know what? Actually, I do have shit to lose, so I might just apologize and play nice with people because I was, I was about to be like, I'm not... And, um, no, no, no. Back. You but have like, to. You know, it's like, ah. Yeah, so I, I think I've, that, that, that era has kind of missed yeah, me. Yeah, no. Guti, you know, we can no, go no, back no. and forth. Don't. And kind of, cause yeah, I do, yeah. You know, when I see those posts on Twitter where, like, um, someone will put out something spicy, right? And then people are coming in and attacking them or mm-hmm. whatever, and then they'll res- they'll be sp- responding, and it's it's just as spicy as the people trying to cancel them. And I'm like, man, you, you should, go, girl, or like, you should do what, away. like, because it's, it's like, bro, some people need to. You should do what the with. Twitter girlies do when <laughs> when they're out of pocket, they've said something out of pocket, and then they're being tracked for it. Um, uh, this is something that's very common. If you're on Twitter, you know this. The tweet immediately mm-hmm. below is. Haha, ha, y'all so stupid, y'all so mad, I'm muting this. <laughs> <laughs> that shit oh, always kills me. I've seen, I've seen that. No, I've seen that. And you know what's funny? Like, the tweet is there, and people still continue to post. That's because, people still that's because someone it's is like, lying. Bro. That person's lying. She's not muted it. It's like, I'm no, not... No, no, no. I feel like there's genuinely people who have muted it, and they've Yes, they might lose. I think they'll lose. Like the thing is, if you say, if you say you're muting the tweet, because the thing is, I think people respond to to drag someone on Twitter with the idea that you know the the author might respond to them, 
right, and engage in whatever they've said. But if the author's already said, even if they're checking, but if the author's already said, bro, this is a mute, I'm not even checking for you. Like no, that. but bro, and you st- and you still continue to to try and fight them. Like okay, nah. t- I'm actually not sure nah, if nah. if their response is to to correct or they or they want like any engagement from the author of a tweet mm. Mm. I suspect it's just so that people can see them correcting someone right it's like look at me I'm correcting this mm. person I don't think it has anything to do with trying to get the person to interact with you they, that way if you're quote number 2501 <laughs> you, you're, ex- you're not expecting interaction with said person right you're just not you probably from maybe there's some human psychology to this someone who can tell me i don't know it's more or less mm. hey my followers look at me i'm smart and i'm i just said something smart in this corner do you know what i mean I, I, yeah it, it, I, it's all losing energy my guy it's it's i uh yeah but anyways i i, I don't I don't understand people who have that type of mentality. Uh, but Singaporean, um, it, it is what it is. Hopefully, our gospel can can spread and people can check themselves before wanting to engage in fighting strangers online. That is the most odd thing. I wish if I was God, I would teleport people. So if you go and you fight someone on, on a random thread, I would teleport you to in front of that person and be like, speak mm-hmm. up. That's that's literally where to go. Like, if you feel this strongly about said case, go <laughs> tell, and them to their face. <laughs> go and tell them to their face. Go and educate mm. them. Like, go beyond the one tweet that you have. Go and sit down and get your point across. Because, like, some of these things, like, bro, come on. Like, it's, there's so many jokes and funny things on Twitter. That's what you choose to, 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 to consume your time. You know? Like, but anyway, anyway, guys, some of you never change because you're really providing uh, pod, podcast content. <laughs> so yeah, some I take that back. Uh it's not loser energy, it's great energy. Keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Um but to bring it a little bit closer to home, Mr. Moyer, uh our our favorite auntie went and tweeted again. Um and uh I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how people's Twitter accounts are set up because it's usually the same characters that end up with a lot of engagements. And I'm like, Kari, how did you manage to rile up, you know, half the country? <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, how, what are your settings like? Me, I want to tweet about football and get that level of engagement, right? I, I want to tweet about basketball and get that level of, I don't want to go there. Where she went, nah, it's not for me. I, I, I'm too, I, I don't have the, the patience, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I want that level of engagement for, for shit that I'm interested in. So I might inquire with you. What are your settings? You know, what do you tune them to? What frequency are you on? Because your people came in running, but it was the usual shit. We've spoken about it a million times. Many, many uh, times. So all she said, all she said was, guys, eh, went to the embassy and people need to understand. I'm paraphrasing. Um, why is it, you know, yeah, at the Zim embassy, Umutuzokulumisa, and I realized that I switched. To you did that thing. You switched to gibberish. I switched to gibberish. My bad, guys. Um, so, so yeah, you at the Zim Embassy, and um, you people, the embassy officials, are speaking to you in Shona without even knowing if you do 
understand the language like why is that the default thing and people have you know lots and lots and lots of stories all across the world of the same shit and again i don't understand why at an embassy that's the case especially when you have a multilingual nation but what i caution everyday people all the time is like when i get mad i also think about i'm like bro we're only like we're barely 10 percent of the population right so like i think about it that way and i'm like ah, okay whatever it's just ah come on the majority of the people of the Zimbos Zimbos meet up with Namashot type of thing. Like that's the only thing that kind of lets me let this go and not fight someone yes. in the comments because that's that's the um, only way I can I can I can deal. But yeah, NRZ Twitter yes. I think is an accurate yeah. way to to, to <laughs> yeah. came for uh, our auntie and I ah, know it was it was a lot of um not not the very uh, loosely educated individuals who were you know sharing their opinions very confidently i don't even i don't know why it's always those same type of dudes i think i have one tweet that i put mm-hmm. out, um that was kind of ironic at the end of the day so this person responds and says if you don't want to speak shona an official zimbabwe language you have no business being in zimbabwe or any of its embassies you cannot be xenophobic against the majority of zimbabweans and expect zimbabweans to welcome you <laughs> that man got 155 likes yeah there were others i mean that were barking sort of similar oh, yeah, similar sentiment um my 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 immediate thinking right is mm. So I take the point, right? Zimbabwe is probably 75% Shona speaking. There are other languages, but mm-hmm. it's a majority Shona speaking country. So there you know is... You what I always laugh about? Yeah. I laugh about, like, I'm like, what if I'm Tonga or Sutu or like, yeah. you know, some of these other smaller tribes and it's like, it's always there, devilish Shona, devilish Shona. <laughs> exactly. Devilish. I'd be vexed, man. Like, when is my turn? <laughs> <laughs> um... So, so, so there, there's that aspect of it where, like you, I sort of understand, and then very often, mm. I can immediately chalk it off as there's something funny that I experienced last week. We must remind me to tell you before we left. It's the most Zimbabwean mm. thing to happen to me this year. Um, mm. But, but there, there is a temptation to be like, ah, you know, what, I understand because most people speak Shona, so you expect Oboti, you know. It's probably only one in every twenty that you get at the embassy who doesn't. Um, yeah. But notwithstanding that fact, um, mm. so I do get speaking to someone in in the really people get very defensive and easily offended because then it's not like you're being you're not being seen as a Zimbabwean in that moment. Given yeah. the historical context, it's like Aumboni. Mm-hmm. It, it almost feels like disregard. So first thing first, people want to be regarded. People want to be considered. I want to walk into a government building and feel like, oh, this person has to some extent considered Oguti. I might be a Debele speaking person and not a Shana speaking person. Yeah. Now, yeah. when chats like this happens, and I, I see this a lot even with like gender discussions when with men, Similar to men and white people. Shona people become like white people when these things come up. 
it, everyone understands this chat from a racism point of view, right? Mm-hmm. When we're talking about race, no one is on different pages. We all understand. We're all like knowing yeah, inclusivity. Yeah, exactly. Hey, no, but mm-hmm. in the past, black people didn't have money, so we need these reforms to make sure Oguti, this, 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 and we need to do that and that and that. We all get it from a, a race point of view. We all get affirmative action. We all get mm-hmm. inclusivity and redressing, you know, those, those, those things. The moment it comes down to language and tribe, what you get from a lot of NRZ guys is the same argument you get from white peeps. Yeah. <laughs> when we're talking about privilege... And we're talking about fixing things of the past. It's the exact same arguments. No, but mm. uh, we are this, we are that. It's not. It's not offensive. We, we, are, we are not oppressed in Zimbabwe. Uh, the really people need to stop need to referring to the past. Need to stop referring. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. We're trying to build a <laughs> United Nation. Yeah, complaining mm-hmm. about language. Yeah, <laughs> of course, because part of that language was people dancing on their graves, told to speak in Shona. Or sing those those songs. Um my what's that my tikono my tikono and then people <laughs> make you sing that and then shoot you. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to be serious. So then you get you get a lot of white people argument. And it's the same with us as men sometimes and women are talking about very serious issues yep. that affect them and then mm-hmm. we're like, No, but you know, let's let's think. You know, sometimes you shouldn't wear that. Like now, what what yeah. are you what are you saying? You know, women. Why were you wearing that? Why are you going to the club in a mini skirt? What do you expect? You see, mm? and it's very easy. Look, I'm I'm not saying this happens all the time, but it happens way too often for it yeah. to not come across as disregard. Unfortunately, mm. and secondly. I think what this what what this person was saying is she is not entering a random public or private space where it's two people talking and she's demanding they speak to her in Devele. That would be unrealistic. It's not like she walked into a shop or wherever, you know, this is an official government building, right? Official. Yeah. <laughs> official. So apart <laughs> apart for me is then like okay an official government building or office at the very least yeah. is meant to push professionalism inclusivity mm-hmm. and push diversity mm. and I think and be welcoming and be welcome yeah, yeah, yeah and I think for some there needs to be that understanding that mm this is where we are as a society. Maybe if I say, and there's an argument then to say no, but then when you speak in English, then it's the colon, it's the colonizer's language, so it's the same. They're still not speaking to you in your but language. Then, you know what? But at least you're meeting me somewhere. Senna. Yeah. If, uh, our our former classmates, right? White mm-hmm. Zimbabweans with the same green bomber as us, when they go to the embassy, wherever they are now in the world, to renew their passports, are they greeted with the same, you know, like DAP or whatever it is, right? No, of course not. Are they expected? Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, because, so clearly you understand that not everyone mm. is going to speak Shona That's the part that vexes a lot of, you know, Devele people, because it's, like, it's, not, it's not impossible. We have a, a fair, we're one of those few countries around the world that has a pretty decent population of, like, white Zimbabweans. These guys are born, raised in this country, and they bear the same passports as us, right? 
And it's like, if you know when you see them, you're not going to be terrorizing them and being like, hey, why aren't you speaking this language? You don't have that same energy. Mm. You all are not, you know, harassing them online and shit. In fact, if, if all a white person needs to do is 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 gone on camera mm. and eat his chocolate beat and people are like, oh my god wow this is amazing ah, this is son of the soil and he can like, keep the land he, 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 bro it's bro, like that, not, that thing annoys me man yes <laughs> it, it, it's, this urn literally said i remember uh this other classmate of ours he'd be taught by the workers on his farm like all these random phrases and demeanors he'd come to school and be like hey, when I'm fun I'll be a lapo and like the shit would be a gas like would laugh right but it's like people literally like jump and do backflips and be like oh my god I can't believe you said that and whatever where it's like bro you're born and raised here you should know more your demeanor should be better yeah right like you you you, you, you if you grew up in Matland you learned the language and your workers are all devil speakers like you should have been a lot further ahead than just saying when i'm fine like it's it in fact just knowing the phrase when i'm fine says, <laughs> says a lot <laughs> right <laughs> but uh, that's that's a story for another day but like so so all of these things we know but i i, I will say um when i went to the embassy to do get my son's birth certificate done mm-hmm. it was about literally almost a year ago exactly you know, when I was driving, we were driving to Abu Dhabi, and I was dreading it the whole time because I'm mm-hmm. in my mind. I've already have these things that I've dealt with that I know are about to to come alive, and it's like you know, then Devil in me was already like you know ready for for war, right? And it's like, no, you're a different man. You're a father now. Let's be calm. You know, let's 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 see, right? Don't judge before anything happens. Mm-hmm. Then obviously. We get there, the usual happens, addressed in Shona, oh, I don't speak Shona. Then, um, again, at that point, what was funny, though, was when I was dealing with the guys, it's, it's, there was one of the, the embassy officials who spoke in David fluently. I think two of them, actually, both of them spoke in David fluently. The secretary, on the other hand, did not. And she was, oh, that's why I was annoyed driving me. So I called the embassy twice to set up the appointment mm-hmm. a week before we actually went. And each time the lady would speak in um, um in, in english mm-hmm. so she pick up the phone zimbabwe embassy hello twang and everything i think i told you this twang mm-hmm. and everything yeah zimbabwe embassy hello oh hey um i just wanted to you know get a birth certificate uh for my son da, da, da. Said, oh okay cool immediately after i've said i want to get a birth certificate for my son i've mm-hmm. basically guaranteed that i'm what i'm zimbabwean right mm-hmm. so so you already know okay i'm dealing with a who with a zimbo mm-hmm. she switched to Shona to now explain the process of okay I need you to bring this this and that and mm. these are the appointments or whatever and I'm like ah. so then you know literally going back and forth to this lady so she's speaking in Shona I'm like sorry and then now at first she assumes and I can't really hear her and then she says it again I'm like ma'am I don't speak Shona and like you could tell in her voice she's annoyed that she has to speak English but ma'am, you just spoke crisp English when you picked up the phone. Mm. What's the issue? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, so, 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 so that already annoyed the hell out of me. So driving there, I'm like, I'm about to deal with gang niggas in this, with the same mentality. But luckily, the embassy officials there, they did speak. They were, so they were cool. And, you know, they're like, oh, you don't speak short. Like, so they have their jokes. So you, ha- you let them have their two minutes and then whatever. Life goes on, right? Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. But the funny thing is, 
my wife basically she was the one who did a lot of the stuff when we got to the embassy mm-hmm. because she's Shona. She's a Shona speaker. So ah, brother with Kiki King and hey, ah, da, 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 ha, ha, da, da, da. like it was like bra buddy buddy shit. And I'm just sitting there holding my son, <laughs> like literally just watching. And I'm like, wow, it must be nice to be Shona and be Zimbabwean. Like it, it was, it's, it's it, like I felt like the kid on the outside, right? It was like I wish I could play soccer like these guys. That's how I felt. Because it was just, bro, when I tell you what the thing, it just went smoothly. It went smooth. And they were even giving an extra context that we didn't necessarily need, but it was convenient. No, yeah, so when you send these documents to Zimbabwe, like as if she's the own daughter or some shit. And I was like, hey, man, it's, like, it's, it's such a different experience. And it is, I was like, I. And you see it, you see it with with just problem solving, right? Because the mm. powers that be in a lot of a lot of instances, Ashana speaking. So when you speak to them in their language, I think there's often trust, and things yeah. move. Uh, whereas now you've come there, you're speaking in English, like hi, sorry, uh, oh, want to lapa, <laughs> lapa here. Isn't and that's the sure. wild thing is that you're saying what you're speaking English, bro. It's not even like people are coming in demanding to speak in Debele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. It's not well, so if at least if that was the war, that all these Debele people that just come into the embassy and they just think everybody speaks Debele. That's a different story, mm. right? You can have your gripes about that. But people are like, bro, let's just speak English. Let's, you know what I mean? Like, and then when you, if I tell you, oh, my name is, my last name is Chikore, you know, Tafadu Chikore, whatever. Then it's like, oh, okay, I'm dead. Okay, cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's it's because I do that with everyday people. If you say, hey, my last name is, uh, you know, I'm Adam Sha. Mm. Like, ah, oh, just keep on checking. That's, that's literally my next thing. Right? And then I've met a few individuals as well. I don't speak Devil. I'm like, your name's Nsang and you don't speak Devil. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it happens. Again, it's, it's, yeah, it happens. And I shouldn't assume just because your last name yeah. is a certain thing. But it's like, at least I can forgive that one. Right, because mm. again, South Africans give me grief. They hear my name and they think I speak uh, Sotswana or Sotho. Mm. Like, Why don't you speak? So now you have to start explaining things. It's like, okay, but you know what? Whatever. But I did. <laughs> I don't owe you but my I, life story. Like, no, sorry, I, I don't, don't owe, owe people story, my life story. I'm not, I'm not gonna get mad at it because I do, I do get it. Like, okay, you have the name, so you can assume. You know what I mean? So that's a much, much closer argument. But to just be like, I refuse to speak English. English. Mm. Bro, like imagine if those ones went to home affairs and it's like the, <laughs> the home affairs ladies like wanga kulu, wanga you know, and now you're just there just fumbling mm-hmm. in your life. No. It's like that's they refuse to speak in English, fam. Mm-hmm. Like that's deep, guys. Yeah. That's, that's 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 proper deep. But so anyway, like I said, the, uh, I, I, the, yeah. it's, it's only the the two things that annoy me with that. So the first mm. is I think there's a there's a certain level of disregard. I'm not saying it's full level. I think it it can be innocent that people just speak to you in Shona, but two mm. the fact that it's in a government building, then I'm like, hmm. yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a higher standard. Yeah, there's a higher standard that an embassy needs to carry in terms Absolutely. of inclusivity. And let's not be white people, right? All of us, whenever we're faced with something where we are not the previously disadvantaged group let's engage with it with empathy let's not be those people that then try to make an argument because then it sounds it sounds like we are we're not trying to move forward Mm. you think yeah let's just leave it and then 
let's forget about the past. No, let's not forget about the past because the, the past affects the today. And then because the today means certain people feel a particular way, then let's engage with it. Let's not just skim over and leave. Amen. Evangeli as pe ubaba umoyo kulu. But I mean, you was cooking, fam. Like, it literally echo every every sentiment that you said. It it is annoying uh, to be at this stage and still dealing with the same shit. But at the same time, it's like, hey, man, I expect. I saw those comments, and I expected I expected moments. all of those. Yeah, and it was like I, mean, I saw the tweets. I saw the number of comments underneath, and I was like, this can only be going in one direction. It's just type of war. It's either people on 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 that side. Or people that are against. It was very clear where everything was. Again, we've seen this. This is usually what a bi-yearly appearance in terms of tweets like this and you know um, encounters like this. So it's like we know. And the sad thing is that nothing is changing. It's still the same exact situation, uh, which is sad. But on side note, congratulations uh, to 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 to, to Nat. You know, she's, uh, it is fairly public. So all of this shit is on TikTok. So it's not like we're out here of Bululari news that, you know, people don't know. <laughs> but she's a mama. So congratulations to her. Uh, big up, big up, big up. Welcome to the family crew. Senna, more pressure on you. Um, <laughs> to, you know, to bring life. What a rhyme. Bring life into the world. <laughs> Guys, please, please don't stress me. Please don't stress me. <laughs> but, no, bro. Like, hey, bro. Kids are expensive. Fam. Yeah. It's okay. Take but it. because all her pictures look so cute, man. Uh, then we, nah, we no, asked her when she's co- when she's coming back cute. to the podcast world. Well, she's like, "Yay, things have changed." She must come back to the pod. She must come back to six. She's has gone we up. Need, um, we need we need to know because she, she's given. I feel like she needs to go full circle, right? So she's given us a lot of you know uh, good content in 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 the negative realm of what has happened <laughs> you know with her life and how you know she was made to pay for gym and all this other all these funny stories <laughs> b1 b2 you know like hey man i think b1 b2 man yeah you know b b1 b2 is crazy bro like that's just whoo i would never forget that story um yeah probably it's up there with chinto's item but i don't know i can't choose Hey, and Kandora, because Kandora has the item where he sat outside the beach. He sat outside in the cold. He sat outside in the cold. And after gathering two mjeches to get there. The whole night, bro. Then, Do you know how cold Zimbabwe is? In, 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 bro, hmm? when the sun disappears, fam. When the sun disappears, it's, it's, it's a different country. Then you have Tinto's one, where, um, oh, yes, when the, we, we went and, and told the guy he was smashing with no condom and all that. Hmm. heavy stuff heavy heavy stuff um and then we have b1 b2 from that um tintos was painful we need to um <sighs> tintos was, that was a it's, it's always one. bad when you're when you're a disney princess that's the thing <laughs> when, when, like if you when, when that sounds like you know yeah uh, so like like at that point it's like yes it's happened to you yeah. right it's, it's it's happened to you but it's like but you're within yeah like you're in the streets so 100 you charge it to the game but tinto came in you know as an innocent soul a soul you know from one of god's people you know <laughs> uh, god's special soldiers and then yay ah, the lady scattered in them and so nah, for those who haven't anyway. listened to those please go back I, I don't know what episode numbers it is but just go through look I for episodes with 
King Kandoro. Then I think one, one of them is it. episode 89, 89, and then um, hey, I don't know when that ones are. To be honest, I'd I'd need to look into the archives. But if you're that interested, DM us, and then by then we'll know where some of those episodes are. But we put in the in in there. If you scroll through, you'll see featuring yeah. Nat, featuring Tinto, featuring King Kandoro. Um, because those are stories that, yay, to this day, bro, <laughs> people have lived. People, people have have lived. These aunties and uncles, you know. <laughs> I think, guy, they, they they really have lived. Shem. Um, let me see if I'm. So we need to wrap up, Mister Moore. Uh, oh yeah, that thing. How did you feel about Miss Zim being um, a white, white, uh, white girl? Ah. Uh. Being white, <laughs> I I I didn't feel as angry as, like I said, I didn't feel as angry as, as as some people are. Um, mm. Parts of NRZ Twitter was upset. Uguti, no, but there's so many black women, and and and. Um, I don't know what goes into the um, model runway industry in terms of yeah selection and yeah you know is, is so i feel like i can't comment you know because there's always grenades that win a lot of the time ah, I'm, like, I'm like what are you guys judging on? <laughs> 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 no but honestly i see like i see the winner and i'm like that's not the baddest out of them all you know what i mean like it's I'm, yeah and 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 you know what probably my my, my mm. issue to be honest why i probably struggle coming up with an opinion and to be as passionately arguing about this thing is I, I don't like the idea of beauty pageants in general, right? Yeah, because beauty is so subjective. Yes. Um, and to an extent, it, it kind of feels, to be honest, like a very archaic way of of looking at, at things. Because I think back in the days, like, oh, women, you have women who stay at home, then we've got the pretty ones that will parade for our entertainment and whatever and whatever. Um, and mm. then we're going to decide who's the most beautiful and who's the country's ambassador like i think that's different to modeling in an artistic expression because that you know there's 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 i think there's a difference in so how you know I look you know what it. i'll do um i have a friend who is super into this stuff she always like competes uh, in mm-hmm. south africa and whatever um so so obviously because she knows yeah. she loves like she's into it that's that's her thing yeah. i'll ask her to explain you know what's the situation and you know how yeah. do winners get picked either we invite her on mm. as a guest to talk about it yes. or i'll just get the summary we'll see how that yes. works out because like you said i'm very fascinated because i don't understand the maths that they do yes um, so i can't i can't be especially with upset essay. about it right this essay tends to be a lot of the time maybe it's just me but i i when i ever the polls come up but you know what? I don't but know, you know man. what's happened the last few years? The last three winners have mm. been black women. So now, the white girls are complaining, which is pointless for them to join Miss SA because they'll never win. Which isn't true because all those years before, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, um, what's happened is it always looks weird if it's in a majority black country and like a white person. Like it just—I'm not saying it's wrong or anything. Like you know, don't take me out of context. I'm literally—it just looks weird. Like that's for me. It's just yes, like, like like the Zimwa. Because my assumption is you're basing it on beauty, right? So that's where I'm saying the maths doesn't match. So clearly they're looking at 
I don't know. But but here's here's Credit so so here's why <laughs> so here's why I was a bit nervous in in reacting, and the reason is because uh. I could say what you just said. Uh, doesn't look too accurate if a white um, white woman's one Miss essay in a predominantly black country, right? Where also yeah. a lot of white people have left. But yeah, what if she's the only one who entered and went all the way, did all the whatever she was meant to do, and then won. Yeah, because that that can happen, right? I mean, we, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we need to we need the context. We need we don't know, so we need to understand. Just like you know, if someone goes, why is it Manchester City is always the team that's winning the prem? Like, obviously, if they don't watch football, they wouldn't know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so we're we're in that space. Exact same right thing. Now. We don't get it. And and I would caution if you're one of those who went early in terms of just being upset. Have a look at the process. What happened? Then you can get angry afterwards. Which I know. Yeah. There was some favoritism. Yeah. There was some corruption. There was this. There was this. Ah, then Lapa, you can mm. go to town. But I, I think yeah. I'm not informed enough. I'm willing to bet 90% of the people that went to town on that Adam don't even know the industry. Don't know. Yeah, what happened in the I process know. and all of that stuff. Oh, when you're like, okay, I cheer up, right? Like, I looked, I literally I saw the headline. I was like, oh, okay. Like, it's, uh, it, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you like, you look at it, you do the maths in your mind, like, eh, well, like, oh, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Like, it's. What is it going to do? It, I was not that like vexed enough to start looking into because things that would genuinely upset me, I will start googling right and start researching. Yo, what's what's cutting? Yeah, this, right. Um, like the this whole you know uh, Palestine Israel thing. Like I'm 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 learning about it. I'm reading yeah. posts. Like I'm trying to understand what's going the on. The history right? behind it. That's something that's yeah yeah because it's not making sense. Um, because I'm looking at like the whole you know russia ukraine thing and then like the israel palestine thing but then people the the the, the majority of the media seem to be on Israel's side mm-hmm. right but then the people seem to be saying that palestine is are the oppressed In so the region, again yeah. i need to learn i need to learn mm-hmm. i need to read you know i need to be informed about that yeah. before we you know dedicate 20 minutes to that um Otherwise, that is his album with shits and giggles. This is statement and apologies. It's just a gibberish war, you know? It doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Mr. Moore, it's been a good one. I think, let's continue on with Amalanga. To the people, them, we applaud you for sticking through the sports chat. <clears throat> I hope you learned something. Um, and, and yeah, when we post on, on Twitter, guys, retweet the thing, guys. Don't just like it and retweet. Don't have shy. Um, how do you say shy, Angus? I don't want to lie. Oh my god, there's a funny ass. <laughs> there was a time this was uh december 2017 right mm-hmm. um so we're at at food lovers and i don't even know how the, i don't i can't remember the full context right mm-hmm. so it's my wife was my girlfriend at the time and then one of my cousins it's three of us and again i can't remember the context but the the question on the ground was this so we're talking about you know umpita chomolia whatever it is right so then 
I think maybe I said it. So I'm like, Kati, what's umpita? What is umpita? It's short, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> and then my cousin, so, so 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 my wife pauses. She hasn't said anything, and then my cousin goes, Ah, it's mubita. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. You know, ten out of ten for me. Really <laughs> ignorance. Um, but as, I know, I know the name for Umpita now, but it's just it's skipping my mind. Nah, that's not my tube. I don't know. But anyway, it'll it'll it'll, it'll pop up eventually. But I just I couldn't get over the fact that she said Umpita because <laughs> it, it um it made it reminded me of a time in high school where you know we were trying to translate words into into um, uh, Spanish. And then it was just kind of like making shit sound Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you like, um, uh, pancakes would be like pancakes or whatever it is. Like you just you take the English word stem, and then change it. And then you just, yeah, you just change it one way or another or whatever. So it was just, it, so it reminded me of that. It's just like, you know what? And, and the thing is, to be fair, to be fair, if I look at the Nivele language, right? There was a genuine chance that, you know, Mbita or Chomolia could have been Mubita <laughs> in Shona because there's there's certain things like I don't know like there's certain things in, in our language where it's like clearly it's, it's English yeah. but we just put E E something yeah. right um, like what what don't we actually have in iPad. our language yeah yeah, iPad. yeah. Like, iPad. Phone, well, yeah. to say Omakale Kukuni is a really long one <laughs> It's <laughs> like bro, bro. Even like uh, what's this thing called? A bicycle, right? A bicycle. Yeah. It's like we get you you know where this shit Yeah, it is derived from English words. Right? It's derived from something. Yeah. yeah. And then like we have school, which is iskolo, and I think in Shona it's like chikoro or something like that, right? So it's like there's 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 elements of, so it's not it's an uneducated it's an educated case. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. But it's not. It's not like, oh my god, how could you ever come up with that shit? It's like, and I think that's what made it funny because it's like, low key, it might be Mubito. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But it's not. It's oh my god. See, I have a word in my mind, but like, also I'm like, what if that's a cusp, right? And it's you know what I mean. So I'm not gonna say it out loud. I'm pretty sure it is that. Uh, but my wife is too fast, so I can't. <laughs> but like. Yeah, no, I, I genuinely maybe guys will come if you remind us we'll, we'll confirm it on, um, on 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 the next episode of the podcast. But I know, I know. Um, but anyway, hey, any yeah, it's been funny. It's been a it's been a good one, Mister Moyo. Oh, we give thanks. God. We give <clears throat> thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, still working through things from when we were writing when we were off, guys. Like we're still coming slowly, slowly. Uh, into all right for anyone looking to go i saw this tiktok uh i promise last thing last 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 Uh, i think i even sent this to you anyone looking to go to afro nation i believe afro nation is in portugal uh there was a south african influencer who put this out on twitter and said in rands roughly what you need to stay at home uh (laughs) just to stay (laughs) your ass at home (laughs) which is i think it's about five days or so Flights, everything, accommodation, tickets, all that shit included. You're looking at about thirty nine thousand rands. 
that is your budget which is about 7,800 dirhams, which is roughly about just over 2,000 USD. So I think that's a pretty fair budget for all-inclusive, everything, meals, everything. Um, I think she even had like VIP tickets. I can't remember. Uh, 2,000 yeah. USD. Uh, yeah. 39,000 rand, guys. Small, small, chop change. Mm. Start saving. Afro Nation is no. a good time from what I see on social media. It can't. Although, um, uh, okay, I'll tell you the story next week. Okay. Fine. All right. We'll put it. We'll put a pin in it, guys. Uh, like I said, retweet the thing. Retweet the thing. I will be. If you like it, and you just move, we'll DM you, and we'll cuss you out <laughs> in private. So, please, 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 make sure, make sure we don't want slackers out there. Just move your your finger two inches, even an inch to the left, and you would have done the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will end it here, guys. Like the thing subscribe to the ting and most importantly retweet the ting and if you don't we are inclined to believe you speak gibberish <laughs> <Mr. Moore? laughs> later